Welcome, welcome to Freaked Out with your co-hosts, Liz and Landon. What's up, everybody? Today, we will be covering the episode of Rose Marie Gayhart. I can't believe it's March already. Right? The time just seems to keep flying by real quick. Congratulations again to the two winners of the bonus episodes for the month of February. We will announce the episodes on Facebook with all of the details. If you don't want to wait until then, please check out the Facebook group called Freaked Out Podcast. Absolutely. This weekend, we will be announcing the bonus episodes for the month of March. I definitely can't wait to announce those as well. You guys won't have a lot of access here because the details will be all announced like we said earlier on the Facebook group. So please make sure to join us so that you guys don't miss any topics as well. We have a lot of fun there too. Yes, we do. I think my favorite episode this month was the Brianna Taylor episode because she kept coming back to me to give me more and more details as the week carried on. And I like when they do that because it makes me feel like they're very invested in doing it. So to me, it was that extra validation. She was also the only one that wasn't a child this month. So it was kind of nice. It was actually the first spirit I connected to this month. So the rest of the people were alive and well, and I didn't have a lot of mediumship work on the podcast that month. That is a very good point. We are going to try to be heading into the year of 1985 in Cape Coral, Florida for Rosemarie Gayhart. Now, when it comes to Rosemarie, she was actually last seen March 21st, 1985. I was only two years old at that point. Now, she lived in Dansville, New York until 1984. Now, when her and her boyfriend, Bob Paddock, moved into a trailer, the 50th block of the Northern Byron Way in Fort Myers, Florida. She was living there with her boyfriend, Bob, and her boyfriend's mother, Dorothy, stayed with them as well. Rosemarie regularly called her parents and also communicated with her family by mail. She wrote that she didn't get along with Dorothy very much. They were having fights consistently. In her last letter to her sister on March 4th, She thanked her sister for the birthday card she received and wrote that she would like her sister and brother-in-law to come visit Florida in the future. Definitely makes sense. She didn't want to go on any longer without seeing her family. She was also in an environment with someone who was obviously toxic towards her. And I'm sure her boyfriend, Bob, didn't defend her against his mother one way or another. I agree with that. That's honestly the consensus I've had from the beginning. Now, from what I hear, she had a very large family, a lot of siblings, She was also worried about a lot. They worried about her often. And of course, they lived in New York. She lived in Florida. So it was a lot of space between them. Now, here is where things get a little interesting. On the night of March 14th, the neighbor had heard an argument in the trailer next door. And that's where Rosemarie and her boyfriend and her mother-in-law were residing. Now, the sound of broken glass happened as well. Now, Rosemarie had gone to the neighbor's home upset and asked to use the phone so she could call her mother. She said she was pregnant and Bob and his mother did not want her to keep the child and Dorothy had told her to leave and never come back. Now the neighbor said she also saw her walking outside of the trailer with a suitcase. I know it's not the neighbor's fault but I'm just one of those people where when something is going on and it seems pretty shaky I'm going to offer some sort of assistance even if I'm not in the best position myself to do so, but I wouldn't just let somebody walk off into the abyss also being pregnant and alone. I agree with that. I feel bad for her in that case. Now, she informed the family she was pregnant and they didn't like the idea of that, so they just sent her away. 
It's kind of messed up, and I also don't know if I believe that this neighbor is completely telling the truth, honestly. According to Bob, he had rented an apartment after the argument. Dorothy said that a few days later, she decided to buy Rosemary a bus ticket so she could return to New York and went to a local bar to give it to her. They argued, and Rosemary refused to accept the ticket. <laughs> According to Dorothy, that was the last time she had seen Rosemary. She then subsequently wrote a letter to Rosemary's mother in New York with a copy of the bus ticket, which was purchased on March 17th and had no signature on it. Okay. That is the most bizarre situation. It's almost as if she was trying to plant proof that they had bought her a bus ticket to give to her. Meanwhile, she was missing on the 14th, and on the 17th was only a few days later. Sounds like a cover-up. Oh, don't you worry. We will be getting into all of that. But I agree with that. This is just a very odd thing to do. I mean, if you're trying to get away with murder, it wouldn't be so odd, but it is. Her letter says that Rosemary was pregnant and that she and Bob wanted her to have an abortion because they didn't think that the child was his. Dorothy also stated that she was involved with drugs and alcohol and had left with three men in a red pickup truck and that Dorothy or Bob were not responsible for whatever happens. How convenient. Again, super suspicious. According to Rosemary's loved ones, they're not sure if she was pregnant or not or because she had never mentioned it in letters or conversations previously. On March 19th, according to sources, Gay Hart went to Big Howie's Hot Dog Diner on southwest 47th terrace in cape coral florida according to sources she asked for a job and was immediately hired she listed her new boyfriend's apartment as her address on the application and told the employer that she and her boyfriend bob were not getting along why would you even tell your employer that right it doesn't make any sense like you're trying to get a job i'm not gonna be like hey me and my uh wife are having issues like give me a job right Something just is throwing me off here. What is throwing you off? This part of the story just doesn't seem to make sense as to what I think and feel. I wish I can get some confirmation on this particular part, but I feel as though she didn't actually go to this restaurant. I feel like she wasn't there at all. According to sources, Rosemary would walk back and forth to work over the next few days. After her shift on the night of March 21st, according to her employer, she got into a red pickup truck and was driven off by an unidentified man. According to sources, when Bob was questioned about her disappearance, he had said he had seen her sometime in the middle of March and that she stayed with him sometimes but didn't actually live with him in his new apartment. So where did she live then? On the street. Dorothy stated that she had left a paper sack of clothing and a file box containing scrapbooks and important documents with memories of her first child who had died at the age of six months old, and also her second baby whom she had placed up for adoption at birth. Rosemary was very attached to the scrapbooks, and her family doesn't believe that she would have left those behind. Her family is accurate. Sometime later, Dorothy and Bob had actually ended up returning to New York shortly after they had last seen Rosemarie. Bob still was in touch with Rosemarie's family all along, and at one point he even told the sister he thought his mother, who also is now deceased, was responsible for her disappearance. Definitely something strange about this Dorothy. <laughs> Too many things to talk about here, but the story you have told me today and the story that I have gotten from Rosemarie don't coincide with each other. 
Well, let's take it from your perspective and see what you're feeling. Now, my first question to you is, is Rosemarie deceased? With a heavy heart, she actually is. And before I even started this episode today and working on it, I felt her energy 24 hours before I had started to do her episode, which is weird because normally I'm the one who channels them. She came to me and she didn't really give me much of her story, just that she wanted me to finally give her family the correct information. All right, well, let's start from the beginning then. Did she find out if she was pregnant? Oh my goodness, this poor woman with pregnancy situations. Now, this pregnancy situation is a very tough one for her. I mean, early we talked about her having a scrapbook with anything in relation to her child that she had had. She always was so close, but yet so far. And she says that she made a lot of mistakes in her younger years, including dabbling in drugs and drug-related things, really getting involved with people that were bad, red flags. Now, she shows me she did have a pretty scary past, but she was trying to turn over a new leaf, and then she met Bob. She still talks about him in a very uh, fantasy-like way. I feel as though, as a person, he's all right. I don't necessarily feel like he did anything above and beyond for her. I think he was just there. So she shows me she fell in love instantly and they wanted to start their lives together. Now, from what she shows me as well, her relationship with Dorothy wasn't always toxic, or at least that's kind of how she felt on her end at the beginning. I am with you on that energy. I don't like it. She has a very two-faced vibe. That's kind of where Rosemarie is going with this. She basically has insinuated that... She loved Dorothy and the way Dorothy made her feel when they first met. She felt comfortable and confident and she gave her all the details of her life, including her drug path and everything surrounding it, because she felt very open to giving her all this information. I mean, it's good that she thinks they had a good relationship, but was this all a con? She's explaining it in two different ways. She explained that on her end, she thought it was a very genuine relationship, but she later found out it was not genuine. Because Bob, like, really cared for Rosemary, Dorothy was getting pretty upset about it, and she was feeling excluded from things, and she was just getting jealous. And from the looks of the relationship, things turned badly pretty quickly soon after they got to Florida. So the mother-in-law was not happy about their relationship. Did this actually happen about her having a baby and wanting to keep it, and the mother-in-law wanting her to get an abortion? There are so many things that are crazy about this case. So the first part is I want to explain that Dorothy's kind of in the background here. Now, she's not here with me channeling, but she's in the window. She felt like Rosemarie was going to, like, replace her in her son's eyes. And she started to do things to Rosemarie even before a pregnancy took place. Rosemarie was actually being given drugs. She was also being poisoned. She was given urine in her food. This woman was trying to get rid of Rosemarie and also kind of punishing her at the same time. She would tell lies to Bob about her. It was getting pretty crazy. She was living in a bit of a nightmare, and I don't feel like it was just like a willy-nilly decision to give these details about pregnancy to her. From what I gather, she was trying to tell Bob about this pregnancy, and I think she overheard them talking about it. This woman sounds like she was too much overly involved in her son's life. So it doesn't really surprise me that she did find out or was like snooping in their conversations. Yeah, I keep seeing that she was definitely snooping and she may have found something out as well. 
I do not feel as though he felt one way or another about it. I don't feel like he was angry about having a child. But then again, I feel like his mother was angry about it. And I feel like he just kind of didn't engage too much. She had taken the role and she was enraged because she may have only known a few days at this point, but she was angry about it. I know that a fight took place. I also know that Bob was not defending Rosemarie. She said Bob hated confrontation and instead of defending his girlfriend and the mother-to-be of his child, he decided to just do nothing. And from what she shows me, she got mad and she was the one who decided that she did not want to deal with this anymore. The mother was pressing her to have a miscarriage, like throwing herself down a flight of stairs or having a physical abortion. I think it's because the mother knew she was drugging her. So basically suggesting for her to get rid of this child because she knew it would potentially not come out 100% healthy in her eyes. Makes sense. I mean, when you're drugging somebody and feeding them urine, there's a lot of problems that could happen in utero. She was the one that was drugging her, so Rosemarie didn't even know she was being drugged. Exactly. This story just keeps getting weirder and weirder. She shows me that she didn't necessarily go to the neighbor's house. She may have been eating around the neighbor's property and they may have had a conversation. I don't believe it got too heavily involved in a pregnancy aspect. Rosemarie said she didn't even want to tell the mother-in-law, let alone anyone else. So from what she shows me, this particular neighbor was pretty friendly with Dorothy and Dorothy was always bitching about Rosemarie and telling her lies. So she didn't trust this neighbor, nor did she give her any details about her life. So this neighbor was lying. Definitely, and Rosemarie left that night, but no conversation of a baby took place and there was never a red pickup truck. So then where did she go? Now it looks as though she left the trailer. She didn't take much with her. I feel like it was just in a rage, like she wasn't planning to like leave, leave. She just wanted to get out of there somehow. I feel like she felt like the things that Dorothy had said were too harsh, took things too far, and she just kind of wanted to get away. Now, she knows that she was an older woman, and she didn't really want to mess things up for her either. She started to feel guilty about the things she was saying to her. She says she made some sort of threats and told Dorothy that she would tell the government about some illegal activities she was involved in. Now, I don't know what the illegal activities exactly consist of, but I believe it does have some sort of connection to access to drugs. I think that scared Dorothy, and it also proved to Dorothy that she could not be trustworthy. At least that's how Rosemarie explained it. Interesting. So this neighbor lies to help cover up for Dorothy. Wonder what Dorothy was giving them. You know what? She probably could have been getting, like, medication and selling it off to people, making a little money on the side. Most likely. I mean, she had all this access to drugs to drug Rosemarie, so why not? Absolutely. Old people get lots of drugs. (laughs) I don't feel like this neighbor felt that Dorothy was capable of hurting anyone. So I don't necessarily feel like the neighbor is bad in this situation. She was just protecting her friend. But I do also feel like she even offered her money here. So what happened next? It looks as though Dorothy was very worried that Rosemarie was going to go to the cops or something along those lines. And from what Rosemarie shows me, Dorothy came to pick her up on the side of the road. And I think this is exactly what happened. She went home with her, and then Dorothy, in a rage, decided she was over the nonsense. From what Rosemarie shows me, Dorothy was being really nice. I'm so sorry. Let me make you a drink here. You're pregnant. Let's just lay down. And she kind of fell for it. Now, I believe that she drugged and killed Rosemarie. 
Now, I know what you're thinking. Where was Bob? I feel like he might have been at work or something along those lines. I don't feel as though Bob had seen anything happen, but I do feel like Bob knows he had seen things over the years, and his mom had said a few things. I feel like his mother said some things to him about it as well, and I feel as though Bob knows some things he's not really sharing, and I also know that Bob knows his mom is capable of a lot of things, which is why he did come forward and say something to Rosemary's family. If he knew, then he should have went to the police. From what I gather in my own personal feelings on Bob, he seems really wishy-washy. Although he really believes that his mother is capable of doing things and hurting her, I personally feel like he knows and potentially had some evidence. And I feel like if he had come forward years ago, we could have had a little bit more of a resolution on this case. So is this the part where you were confused on earlier since she had a job? and was apparently staying with somebody with a red truck and potentially her boyfriend in his apartment sometimes. Oh yeah, this is one that's definitely confusing. Now from what Rosemary shows me, she was drugged and killed at that point, and her body was disposed of, and might I mention, to cover her tracks, she went and got the bus ticket on this elaborate story to make it seem like she was trying to help her. She also sent it to the family as evidence to clear herself somehow. And then most critical part of all of this is I do not believe that Rosemarie worked at the restaurant ever. I believe that somebody else worked at the restaurant, but it was not her. And I feel like they were pretending to be her and maybe even took her ID. I was just about to say, if the mother already had killed her, it's very easy to just give someone else all of the person's documentation to pass off to pretend to be Rosemarie. Especially in the 80s. Exactly. I feel as though this girl was somebody that Dorothy knew previously. It may have been a friend of hers like child. She asked her to pretend to be Rosemary for a few days and then leave. She had all the identification, not to say that they used it when they hired her, but it was given to her by Dorothy, and I feel like Dorothy paid this woman as well. I don't feel like they had a close relationship, but they knew each other somewhat. So the employer had said that they had seen her getting into a red pickup truck the last time they saw her. But from what we heard from Jackie, who, by the way, dug a little bit of dirt to find out some details on this for us, it appears as though they did not indicate anything about a red pickup truck until after the mother-in-law, Dorothy, had said a red truck. Also, everything else did not come out until much later either. Thank you, Jackie, for that. I asked her to help me with it. You got it. Now, this whole thing was concocted by Dorothy, and Rosemary was telling me that the rest of the story never happened. She's telling me that if anything ever happened where she left, and, you know, she was never coming back, she would have gone to her family. She wouldn't have stayed and spent the last little bit of her life trying to make money. She would have just made a phone call home, let them know she was coming home, and I'm sure they would have opened their arms and let her come back because that's all they wanted. And here is this woman, and now she's dead not being convicted, and never being a prime suspect at all in this situation, just gone and she never got to suffer any sort of consequences. Absolutely, and from what I gather, she had no guilt about it. Everybody around her just assumed she was just a little old lady and not capable of doing anything terrible. I mean, she wasn't able to physically hurt the girl, but she definitely drugged her. I see that she had planned this out. It actually is super crazy on how much detail went into this. I believe not only was it premeditated, I feel like she had 
this planned out before she even found out about Rosemary and then right away decided to implement it. It's like crazy, actually. So where did she dispose of her body? Now, this is very strange, but I don't feel as though she tossed her body far. She may have tossed her in some sort of big bag or a duffel bag or perhaps disposed of her around garbage day. I certainly do not feel like she went to any lengths to take care of this body. I feel like it was quite difficult for her to move her. And I feel like she didn't really have help from anyone except her son, who may have unsuspectedly helped her. And from what I'm confused about on him, she may have said something like, can you take this garbage out? But I don't know exactly what transpired there. He had seen a couple of things and he honestly needs to confess about it. I hope he does confess. I hope this podcast helps the family and I hope he puts all of this nonsense aside and says, yeah, I know something was up and I didn't do anything to stop it. So how does Rosemarie feel about him now? She is still completely head over heels in love with him. And she shows me that she's with the children, the one that she miscarried when she was killed and the one that died when it was only six months old, the little boy. Both of them are boys and they're both with her, and she fantasizes about what would have happened if this woman wasn't in their lives. She doesn't blame Bob in any capacity and feels as though he was just as much of a victim as she was because his mother brainwashed him, and she was a nightmare, and she felt sorry for Bob. She feels as though he was manipulated to the highest degree, and over the years, Dorothy would try to escalate things, and he would fight back, And then as soon as that would happen, she would act like a wounded kitten. And then he would give in to her and believe her again. She misses him a lot. Do you think that this case is ever going to get solved? It's not likely. I hope that Bob opens up and talks about the things he did. Otherwise, I don't feel like much will come out of it. The person who was pretending to be her is nowhere to be found or felt. I don't feel her energy at all. And I don't feel like she's dead or alive. So I'm not sure I can't pick up on her. I don't have any details. Rosemary said that she had no idea until after Rosemary was announced missing that this is exactly what happened and this is what she was paid to do. So she was scared for her own life and Rosemary does not blame her because she knows that she probably would have done the same thing if she was in those shoes. So what about the neighbor? What happened with the neighbor? I also feel like the neighbor is dead. Either way, the neighbor didn't feel like Dorothy was the problem. Did this woman kill anyone else? You know, I really think she did. I don't know why, but she may have killed a man in the past, which is why I don't feel like she had too much remorse about it or freaking out. I feel like it was something she did in the past. I mean, she was trying to kill Rosemary slowly anyways, then got mad and decided to speed up the process. So she was doing the same thing to this guy, I think. Is there anything that Rosemary would like to say to her family? A lot of family members of hers had already passed on and they're with her now. But for those of you who are still alive and listening today, she wants you all to know that she appreciates you all fighting for her. You guys were at a disadvantage and she wants every one of you to know she doesn't blame any of you and it's not your fault. And they knew deep down inside their hearts that this woman was responsible for her missing and ultimately passing. She also wants everyone to know she loves them, including her daughter, that she never got to be part of... (laughs) She says she really is at peace and happy, and sometimes Dorothy does creep around her, but she ignores it. I don't know how the hell she got there. <laughs> I'm sure she would have been another Simon. Pretty much. Good good point, actually. So 
I didn't really give her that option to come in and communicate with me, but boy, did she want to. Too bad, Dorothy. Anyways, guys, next week we will be covering the case of Angela Hammond. Please remember that some of these episodes are exclusive, which means that you will not be able to access them unless you are a patron who pays our $2 subscription a month. So please be aware of that. Another one I've been dying to dip my toes into is this Angela Hammond episode. I hope I'll be able to finish it all in one episode. I don't think so, though. If it were up to you, they would all be three hours long. You got that right. Until next time, guys, stay freaked out.